Hello and welcome to episode 153 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. How's it going? We have, by almost universal acclaim, part two of Mike Millard's beautiful master recording of March 25th, 1975 at the LA Forum. The sound on this is among the best I've ever heard. It, I've gotten more comments on this show than I have on just about any other that I can think of. And it's all, how? How does this sound so good? Oh my God, the sound is phenomenal. Oh my God, the funky sections are so good. And the sound, the sound, the sound. So, I'm doing a part two. I asked the Facebook group if they if they thought that was a good idea. Universal acclaim. Yay. No naysayers. So part two, because it's a great fucking show. And another great show is, um, there's a podcast, uh, that is done by someone other than myself and it is called the ear mob podcast. And he did a wonderful, wonderful episode, long episode, like a Joe Rogan kind of three hours plus dialogue episode with two of the heavy hitters from the dogs of doom group. And they talk about how everything happens. They talk about trading. They talk about Zeppelin Live, of course. How they get their stuff, the processes, the stories, anecdotes. It is interesting as hell. So search for Ear Mob. Ear, like you've got two of them on your head. Mob, like uh, Mob Rules. Podcast. And uh, it's a good one. It's really, really good. I, I believe it was Chaz Stumbo is the host. If I'm wrong, please forgive me. But yeah, um... I've known about it for a while. It's not, it's, it's, I, I think a couple months old, maybe, or at least a few weeks old, a couple months, I believe. And, um, it's just brilliant. It's brilliant to hear everything and, uh, slapping myself in the face going, why the fuck didn't I think to do that? But now I don't have to because someone else did it for me and it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. You hear how these guys track down people, and a lot of it is from, well, you'll see. You'll see. Listen to it. It's brilliant. But not before you listen to me. Always, always, anything else you do is supplemental to listening to me, not in replacement of. I am your voice of reason. I am your voice of calm. I am your rock in a steady, not a steady, you don't need a rock in a steady sea. In a stormy sea. There you go. And I love Led Zeppelin. And I think you do too because you're listening to this. And if you don't, you're gonna by the end of this show. Oof. Audacity's having a hard time keeping up with me today. I should close some things. I've got a bunch of stuff open. But that shouldn't matter, but it does close. Close. There we go. Hopefully that'll free up some memories so things don't get g g uh, like that. Alrighty, Earbob covered that. Brilliant. Holy shit. Such a good, such a good talk in the perfect format. Just three hours, three hours plus dialogue of people all talking about the same cool shit. Zeppelin live trading the good old days back when you'd get shit out of the back of Goldmine magazine or you do the old uh, snail mail. Um, the B and P's, the 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 um, for badge holders only group trees or the Royal Orleans trees that people would do. Man, about twenty years ago, that was goodness. Anyway, anyway, we're jumping into this because I talked about this show last week. Mike Millard, master, brilliant recording, and. Um, Saint Mike Millard, in fact, because he's so wonderful. Quick recap of how he gets his sound or got his sound. Um, short answer, integrity and ethics and devotion. He bought from Japan a top of the, I don't know if it's a top of the line. I'm not going to overextend a Nakamichi cassette recorder. And Nakamichi is a top of the line brand. Brilliant. Famous for having 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz frequency response. 
Everything about it is top-notch, best quality, beautiful, beautiful recordings. He also got a custom battery pack, and he got this in 1975, specifically for taping Zeppelin on this tour. And he also had very nice AKG microphones. Now, he took the microphones out, which looked like this, the regular ice cream cone microphone that, you know, Roger Daltrey twirls around. And inside is a little tiny thing called a capsule, which is exactly that. It's a thing about the diameter of a quarter and about the thickness of something that's as thick as a mic capsule, maybe an inch, inch and a half thick. That is the actual diaphragm and the actual microphone itself. It's the part that does the microphoning. And he had those taken out of the microphone housings and hidden in a cap he would wear. I don't know if it was a baseball cap or a cowboy hat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But he had those in there uh, on either side of his head, so it would capture a nice quasi-binaural recording in stereo with these excellent microphones that are then transmitting an excellently mixed sound from an optimal place in the arena into these microphones to take it down into this audiophile cassette deck that then records it onto a very high-quality cassette, which is then lovingly, um, I don't know, fondled, whatever, whatever he does after that. And then you have this wonderful recording, and that's how he gets it. He's able to really accurately capture the sound of wherever he is. Some of his recordings don't sound great because of the placement. He wasn't able to get into a sweet spot. Or shit just happens. You know, all of this is done on the DL. You're not allowed to record these shows. Super duper not allowed to record Zeppelin shows. Get your ass kicked and your equipment wrecked. Yet he still did it. But he was always on the uh, always on the lookout. And um, God bless him. Hundreds of shows he taped. Well over a hundred, at least, because we're into the hundred-something now of the Mike Millard release. He passed away in 1994. Took his own life, unfortunately. But he has this wonderful legacy of these amazing recordings of these incredible bands at the peak of their career. And, um, you know, without him, we wouldn't have Listen to This Eddie. We wouldn't have For Badge Holders Only. That's him. That's all him. Plus, he didn't just record Zeppelin, he recorded everybody. He's got Yes concerts that'll blow you away. Uh, Peter Frampton, Linda Ronstead, Little Feet, uh, Frank Zappa, I believe. Um, Shit ton of Genesis, Jethro Tull, Elton John. Everybody that toured in the 70s in the L.A. area, he would kind of go to. Peter Gabriel, club shows, good stuff. So there's a lot there, and it's all taped in that, you know, not all of it, but most of it is in this this kind of wonderful quality. Maybe not. This is kind of excellent even for him. This is kind of excellent on top of excellent, like an A+. Fates came together. Maybe he had unobstructed view or, or, or space between the PAs. Maybe he was in the perfect space. I don't know. Sounds wonderful. So since it sounds wonderful, I've led this on. Now you know how it's done. You don't have to ask, you don't have to marvel, but look him up. He's a hell of a guy, and if you're listening to this, he's made your life better. So thank you, St. Mike Millard. Wherever you are, if you're anywhere, hope you're at peace, and I hope you can receive the love that we have for you. Here endeth the lesson. Let's move on ahead. We're going to start with, I've got three more songs from the, sh- from the show. If you haven't listened to last week's show and you want a big wind-up about what this is about, blah, 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 listen to last week's show and then listen to this one. I mean, you're not going to miss continuity or anything, but there's just more talking. Anyway, let's jump in. We're going to play In My Time of Dying, March 25th, 1975, again from the Mike Millard Master Recording. Lovingly remastered by Dadgad, who did, in my opinion, a spectacular job. I know there are differences of opinion, but a lot of the younger Zeppelin 
crowd and the dogs of doomed kids are kids well, you know are in their teens and 20s a lot of them not all of them but their college age for the most part is how i would classify it and uh their ears are probably still pristine and concerts today are not quite as dangerous as concerts in the old days my ears have suffered some some damage from those concerts joe perry definitely took a fucking notch out of my hearing in my right ear so dad gad stuff does sound good to these older ears all right in my time of dying like i said march 25th enjoy
That sound quality really is just outstanding. This is not, you know, in my opinion, a stellar version. Well, actually, there's not a lot of In My Time of Dying's that I really go crazy for live. Um, It's good. It's definitely good. It's definitely yay. But even the audience is like, yay, that was cool. Play Heartbreaker. That's, again, my projection. Um, In My Time of Dying, the 75 tour had a lot, a lot, a lot of long songs and it can take a toll a little bit on the audience especially when Zeppelin was known for the wham bam thank you ma'am like they still do the starts the first three songs they just throw in your face before even a good evening you've got rock and roll then sick again then over the hills and far away and then good evening and the people are like holy shit that was crazy then they jump into in my time of dying which is cool because it's off the new album. Great song. I just, I think it is better in the studio most of the time. Although I think, um, is it the Indianapolis? I can't remember. Or Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Um, soundboard, I think, sounds good. I can't remember. I've done so many of these, I don't even remember. Anyways, then I'll shut up if I don't know. Hope you liked it. It was good. And now we're going to jump into... Another one off of Physical Graffiti, which is, I think this is fun. I like this live. Most I, I like this live most of the time. Sometimes it's not great. 1980, I think, is my favorite year for Trampled Underfoot. They killed Trampled Underfoot in 1980. Uh, but I do like this fat, fat, fat groove from the 75 tour, especially the Millard tapes great big fat with a ph sound and it's just funky man it feels like you should be wearing shades mirror shades when playing this song trampled underfoot if you were to liken the parts of a car or no the parts of a human body to a motor car you'd have trampled underfoot lots of double entendres in this one talk about love definitely a groove song listen to jonesy Listen to Bonzo. Listen to Bonzo, mainly. 
Listen to Jonesy and Bonzo interplaying and Jimmy weaving and dancing in and out, in and out of everything they're doing. It is joy. It is joy. And there's some fun in this song, too. You're going you're gonna to enjoy it. I enjoy this performance of it immensely. And you will, too. Or you won't. But you'll hear it. Here you go.
well. Thank you, Mr. Plant. And Mr. Page, Mr. Jones, Mr. Bonham. Those physical graffiti tracks live didn't really sparkle as much as, in my opinion, um, the previous live albums did. I don't know what it is. I think it has their moments. I mean, they're good. But I prefer... I prefer the album version of In My Time of Dying most of the time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. By 1980, they had trampled underfoot down. Holy shit. But again, this is just my opinions, and I always change my mind. Uh, You can find me on... It's the spiel. Twitter... Facebook, and YouTube under the name Heart of Markness. You can also find me at heartofmarkness.com, which is where I post the links to the shows that I cover. Like, you can go there right now, heartofmarkness.com, and get this entire recording, the whole show, for free, because that's how this music is done. It's all shared for free. Millard traded it for free. Hated bootleggers. I got this for free. You're getting it for free. Dogs of Doom distributes their stuff for free because this music should be shared for free. Yay. So that's heartofmarkness.com. Facebook group, Heart of Markness, with a couple hundred folks who are exceptionally wonderful and a very lighthearted group of people, a nice group of people. There's no assholes there except maybe me. And um, yeah, check it out. Demographically, you spend your time on Facebook. Because you're old. So, join up. There's some friends there. We can be friends. We can all be friends. And if you like what I do, and you like how I do it, and you're of a mind and have the means to support me and want to support me and go, I must support this podcast. I must give my hard-earned money to this human being. Because I love him so, and I love what he does. I believe in it, goddammit. In which case, check out patreon.com slash heartofmarkness or press the Patreon banner at the aforementioned heartofmarkness.com when you're there. These are the current people who are the titans upon whose shoulders rest this mighty podcast. So a laurel and hearty handshake go out to Jeff from Canada, Glynn, Stephen, George, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray, Picard, Knegern, Chris, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, other David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo. Thank you, my friends, very, very much. Really helps me out. Really makes my life better. Makes this podcast easy to do because it covers the cost of the hostings of the cloud servers and the SoundCloud like Bill Cosby, SoundCloud and the cloud servers and the Jello pudding pops. But it does, for which I am very grateful. And uh, yeah, if you want to be in that number, go to patreon.com. And now, since we've gotten the spiel over and done with, we'll move forward to the cruising part of our evening, where I give you a nice, almost half hour of a very well-performed No Quarter. I love this. This is definitely a song where you listen to Bonzo and you listen to Jonesy and you listen to the interplay. This is where Jimmy weaves in and out around them. Trampled Underfoot, definitely, to a point. You need, you know, Bonzo's the anchor of that, and they all work around him. This is Jonesy's the anchor, Bonzo is the boat sailing, and Jimmy is the happy little sailor boy dancing on the deck like the Cracker Jack kid, and it's brilliant. Robert is, uh, I don't know, the foghorn. (laughs) It's great. 75 no quarters, um, a lot of, not a lot of folks. I know many people, uh, this is not their favorite year for no quarter. I I have grown very partial to 1977 No Quarter now that I've heard several that are just fucking awesome. Um but I like the ni- I like the 75 No Quarters too. It, it's 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 like the 73 No Quarters with a little bit of a funkiness. Stretched out longer cuz now they're uh 
The 70s have stretched out all the songs. Everybody's playing longer songs. Yes, it's, you know, playing young, longer songs. Floyd, longer songs. You know, almost everybody you'd see, there were 20-minute songs. Zeppelin just had happened to have, you know, seven 20-minute songs in a show. Um, and this is one of them. No Quarter. Very, very good. Very, very fun and funky and just unbelievable. Thank you, Michael Millard, Saint. Michael Millard, blessings be upon him for providing us this tape. Or else this wonderful show would have just kept sailing out into the ether once it had been performed. So let's hear it for these stealth recorders. Let's hear it for these tape traders. Let's hear it for these people who keep the lineages sacrosanct. Because otherwise, life would be a hell of a lot duller. So let's give Mike Millard and all the tapers a thought and listen to some fucking kick-ass music. No Quarter, Led Zeppelin. Here you go.
every step. Snow drives back the foot that's The dogs that do howling And we are finished. Made it through again, folks. I'm glad you were here with me, and I'm glad you listened. And if you happen to be listening in the Ukraine, much more power to you. Slav Ukraini. Fuck that shit. All right. I... May do a classic rock episode this weekend. Um, I didn't do one last weekend, but I did do a patron episode for February. Got that out, which is a good one. If you're a patron above a certain tier, you get it every single month, a new patron episode. This uh, February's was um, a studio jam Jimmy did directly after the ARMS tour. He came back from the ARMS tour fired up and ready to start a band. So he started auditioning people, started just got some studio time in Noma Studios in January and uh, played with the likes of, now none of this is confirmed, but it's what I can find. I found a whole bunch of names. Rats Gabies, Pino Palladino, Bill Bruford, um, and of course everybody that ended up in the firm. Some good stuff, some wild stuff, and if you're a patron, you can hear it. All right, friendos, please, please be good to yourselves. Please be good to each other. And please, uh, let's all hope for a nice, peaceful resolution of 
every horrible thing that's going on in this world. I know Ukraine's in the spotlight, and it, it, it is not fair, because there's a lot of other places that have been. The same shit's been going on. People dying, kids crying. It's, uh, let's all just uh, have a little prayer, hope, thought for peace. And let's be good to ourselves and each other. Talk to you soon.